Welcome to another episode of She's Intentional. Join us on an incredible journey as we share our experiences and lessons learned in our homes. We may not have all of the answers, but as best friends and business partners, we're really excited to open up about our successes and failures along the way. Tune in to our down-to-earth and super relatable podcast as we explore the power of intentional rhythms and how they have positively impacted every aspect of our lives. We're here to support and inspire you on your own journey. So grab a cozy spot, put on your favorite headphones, and get ready for a heartwarming and transformative discussion. Together, let's rewrite the rules and create a life we love. Welcome to another episode of the She's Intentional podcast. We are back. We're back. (laughs) And we decided, so sometimes when we listen to podcasts, which is often, we like to know who we're listening to, like where they came from, who they are, how they know each other. So we're bringing you like a super candid conversation this morning. Yeah, we're background. We like to judge people and I want to know like, who are they? Yeah. Who really are Where'd you? Where'd you come from? Yeah. Uh, What's your story? Yep. Yep. So we decided to do. Way. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> so, so tell everybody, Meg, like, I'm. this is kind of interesting because we, I don't know how often you talk, actually talk about with your bestie, like, go back to when you met, but we met in college. And it'll be interesting to hear like our different take on this. Okay. So back up. I literally just told somebody this the other day and it made me laugh because they were talking about how they met somebody in a different state because, but they actually lived close-ish to each other. And I was like, that's like me and my bestie. We grew up three hours away from each other for like 20 years. And then we go off to school in Florida and we meet at a small private Christian college uh, in a non-conventional way, <laughs> I was, we were avid beachgoers and loved a brown glowy skin tint. We also mm-hmm. loved all the things that came with that. And uh, I liked to fake bake. Okay. I'll say it. I loved a good tanning bed <laughs> and word on the street was, where's this girl named Julie that goes to the tanning bed? What we're not telling is that <laughs> it was a secret sin that we indulged in and not allowed to definitely it was like we would get demerit could we've gotten kicked out for that like or was that like 50 demerits know. or something whatever it was it was worth it yeah 100 but anyways a friend a mutual friend a girl that i grew up in going to elementary school with was sweet mates or across where was abby to you she was yeah I think she yeah somewhere maybe same floor I don't remember sweet mates maybe next door neighbor something like that yeah and she invited me to go and I was tanning yeah I remember that I didn't okay because I didn't know (laughs) because I didn't know Megan I never met her and you can get snitched on very easily at the school and I was like we can't be bringing random people with us we're gonna get in trouble somebody's gonna tattle on us I remember you walking out and the face that you gave. The, okay, imagine with me. Terrible. 
you're you're walking out of your dorm and you see this 90 pound girl with her little denim skirt on and her t-shirt <laughs> and she's got so soaking wet hair curls just bouncing <laughs> mad spitfire you can tell on your leg Oh, cool. I'm getting into this tan sedan with this mad <laughs> chick. Oh, she's, where is she going to take me? Dude. The, okay. But then from then on, so I was like, okay, here we go. We drive off. I don't even remember like what transpired that in the car ride or there on the way back. But I remember being like, yeah, she coming every time. <laughs> this is my girl. <laughs> this is going to be so good. I don't, I don't, all I remember is in the car ride. It was like, it was just me and you and not me and you and four other girls or whatever it was. But from that point forward, we ditched everybody else. I think it was just like, yeah. how long did it take? Two tanning times? I, three maybe. Uh-huh. And we were just like off the, the, those glorious I mean, and I remember being like, but you were a little bit different back then. I remember being like, we're just, we seemed opposite in some ways. Like Megan always wore like to the, I mean, she's dressed to the nines all the time. And I'm just high heels. very casual. High heels, like hot pink high everywhere. heels. Everywhere, like. everywhere. And so, and I'm very, very casual. So it was so funny. It's just like unexpected. But in every other way, like, so like-minded, right? Besides just that. But yeah, I remember thinking first, like, I loved your candidness. I still do, but I loved your candidness and just like, say it how it is. And I'm always, I've always been drawn to just like authenticity, right? Like what you see is what you get. And with Megan, that's always the case. <laughs> Plus she's very funny. If you guys haven't caught on to that yet. Very well, funny. I don't know about that, but I am drawn, I think to like strong personalities and strong people and like spitfire scared me a little I was a little bit scared and when I get scared I go into my woo mood and so I was like I gotta win this girl over fast yeah. <laughs> <laughs> worked it just goes to show it's a strength okay so then you quit college on me and I cried and you quit that Terrible. school on me okay I was once yeah, yeah. college and then you lived in Illinois and you got married, mm -hmm. moved to mm -hmm. Florida next. No, where did you meet before Florida? You guys moved to, oh, North, North, yeah. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. then to Florida. And then where else? Oh, we've been a million places. Did you go to South Carolina next? Yeah, no, the girls were born in South Carolina. So we were in South Carolina before Indiana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so we remained remember. friends. We were good friends. We remained really good friends. I wouldn't say like we were bestest friends during all of that. Like she was one of my best friends, but like we didn't have like this deep, deep, deep connection. Mm -hmm. Um, And then she moved to South Carolina and I was pumped to have my home girl, but it's it, it was different then because mm -hmm. we're both newlyweds and sometimes it's hard to, both of our mm -hmm. husbands are, uh, introverts mm -hmm. and sometimes it's hard to mesh husbands and it was just awkward sometimes getting together mm -hmm. don't you feel like that yeah and I don't even feel like we made a lot of time to get together no we like, had no intentionality yeah you were working like corporate job yeah and I was like nannying for 
a lady yeah. there. So we just were like, just going about our lives kind of. And then you had Aaliyah. And yeah. I remember not having a child. And I was, I told my sister, Caitlin, I don't think I've ever told you this. I was like, I feel like Julie's like more obsessed with her kid than most people. And I don't get it. And she was like, <laughs> I think, I think that's being a mom, Megan. I was like, really? <laughs> you think that's what that is? <laughs> that is so funny. It's terrible. I don't think you ever told me that. That's funny. It's terrible. But you don't get um, it. Sometimes you don't get it until you, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, I didn't get terrible. it. It's understandable. I, yeah. I didn't get it. And then we had, I had Sadie and I think. I really think that's when our friendship went from being good friends to being besties. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I won't even say we were good friends. I feel like we, you were one of my best friends, but we weren't like, I can't live without you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we, yeah. like we are now. Like, yeah. Yes. Now it'd be lost, completely lost. Well, live- yeah. And I think too, like the connection, it was just like, it just grows deeper and deeper. The more you go through things together. And in that, in that period of time, like we started to go through, you know, like things together and, oh, then we went through like the deepest depths of like some things happened in my marriage and like Julie was there so intentionally. And I remember, I feel like the Holy spirit was so intertwined with that because I needed a deep connection in that point. And Mm -hmm. Julie was outside of like, counseling and all of that and like my sister came in but like Julie and my Mm -hmm. sister literally just I felt like we're in the deepest depths with me and like I have a connection with my sister and Julie that I don't think that I have with anybody else because they were in that that yuck but then they also like were it was just it was so intentional everybody that was a time where people were just so intentional and then we started our business together And that was like, like people were, I was afraid that we were going to lose our friendship again because we had, like, I knew what we had and I didn't want to lose that because we are joining forces in business and little did we know. It would only kind of make, oh, wait, before that though, you actually, but yeah, yeah, we know them, but you (laughs) moved away before that. Yes. And we sobbed. It was bad. We sobbed. It was terrible we because we thought we would never see each other again. Yeah. Yeah. We, I was broke. Oh, we were so broke. Yeah. And we, and you know, when like, you don't have friends that are close, you like never, ever, ever get to see each other. And we thought like, this is the end of our era. We'll still be mm-hmm. close, but it's different. Mm-hmm. And then in God's kindness, we were able to see each other like four times, five times, six times a year. And we were always together and we did life together, even though we were so far away. And yeah, it was a business. Yeah. Yeah. It was just so, it was incredible. Everything about our relationship is like so real and authentic. And I think like, um, like I, I, Russell always says I would get mad at any, like if anybody did something to me, I would be annoyed. If Julie does anything, he was like, Julie could get away with murder and you'd be like, all right, let's hide the body. Let's do this. It doesn't matter. And I'm like, yeah, like 100%. Got my shovel. Can we tell the bathtub story? That sounds bad when I say it like that, but the one we were on the trip with the. Oh, shoot. Yeah, (laughs) go ahead. Because it kind of explains what you're talking about, but so. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there's always like when you're Megan's bestie, even just her friend, 
Yeah. You just have to be prepared for things that you never knew you would need to be prepared for in life. And so we were on this trip once. I don't remember where we were. Where Miami. Miami. Okay. We're in Miami. In a five-star hotel. Super fancy, which like neither of us really belong in five-star hotels. We're living it. You know, we're here for it. Where are we going to say? All of the food was included and like our, like we probably racked up a thousand dollars each and food that we ate that weekend. Okay, <laughs> that like we this ate is like how one bite of each plate. Two, like, two bites. Yeah, yeah. But we ordered six things because we couldn't afford this at home. Like we could, we couldn't afford six meals in six weeks, you know, like this was. Living the dream. We were living large. And there was like people in the business who are obviously way bigger deal than us. Right. But we qualified. We're there, whatever. Well, Megan's room happened to be directly above, um, this very well-known couple in the company. And the guy's known for having like extremely, extremely expensive shoes, whatever. Everything is expensive, right? They're loaded. And I remember we got to our rooms had been in our rooms for, I don't know, 30 minutes, Meg, like not even an hour, I would say. Yeah. It wasn't that long, no. It wasn't that long, no, whatever it was. And all of a sudden I get a text from Megan saying like, bring towels, <laughs> come to my room, bring towels. Is that what you don't said? Ask, don't ask don't questions. Ask questions. <laughs> bring all the towels you know. have in your room. <laughs> and I literally don't like, I'm like, I, I didn't panic. I'm like, it's Megan. Just grab all the towels. Like she obviously, she, Meg, you tell, you tell what had happened. Okay, so I somehow got a handicapped uh bathroom where it you just could like w- there's no ledge in the shower. And so I turned the shower on and went and called my husband like to warm it up. I talked to him for maybe 3 4 minutes. Come in and because there was no ledge instead of the water draining, it filled the entire bathroom. And I walked into two, three inches of water. And I am like, I just flooded this hotel's bathroom. (laughs) And I flooded it so bad that before Julie got there, I heard, open up. It's the, it's the security. uh, And I opened the door and I was like, I'm about to get murdered. Like, what if somebody's pretending? What if this isn't the hotel security? What if somebody's <laughs> pretending that they have security and somehow I got to clean up this mess and I'm also about to get murdered? Like, what? I opened the door and they were like, Full ma'am, panic. the the room below you is getting flooded. What happened? And I said, the, the, it, the water <laughs> didn't go down the drain. Like, <laughs> The water didn't go down the drain. The water, water didn't go down the drain. I'm so sorry. I, I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't know. And they were livid. They were furious out of their minds. And so, uh, Julie came, we cleaned up all the water. Uh, they did not offer to clean our room, which rude. I mean, do they have like a, <laughs> kind of a pow- power vac to <laughs> suck up the water? No, I had to do it with all my towels and all of Julie's towels, but we did get it cleaned up and. <laughs> I I go and tell my story to one of our friends, our mutual friends that, you know, security had to come and, you know, they thought that maybe somebody died in t- bathtub, but no, it was just me flooding this thousand. <laughs> I think it was like $1,200 a night to stay there or something ridiculous. And lo and behold, my friend hears that this other couple had their room flooded from the room <laughs> above and they got moved to the president's suite because some moron wasn't paying attention to the bathtub and overflowed. 
And so water coming through their light fixtures, through their light fixtures, Mm -hmm. pouring down water flooded their shoes. Fancy shoes. Yeah. Um, and my friend being the friend that she is told him, Oh, I know who that is. That's my girl, (laughs) Megan. And thus begins my story as a, I was so proud of accomplishing this trip. And as soon as they found out, I was the girl that flooded the room. And there we have it, folks. It was still funny. That's, but that's just how it goes. Like you just have to be ready at all (laughs) times for anything that may come. Yeah. And if Megan says bring towels, you literally, you do not ask questions. You just bring towels. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's been a couple of stories like this, but that's a good one. That is, um. Yeah, Julie and I have been through a lot together. We've been through really good times. We've been through really bad times. We've skinny dipped. That's your dad's favorite story of all time. Uh, Let it go. He wasn't there. That that sounded. Yeah, that's not a real. (laughs) I don't know how we found out about it. Not a part of that story. Okay, (laughs) let me just verify. Sorry, Pete. Uh, But okay, all that to say that if Julie said no to me coming along. We wouldn't have the lives that we have today. We wouldn't have the friendship that we have today. And so our encouragement to you is don't prejudge somebody or cancel somebody out of your life before you get to know them because you never know what they could be, what they could mean to you. Like, yeah, our bond is pretty dang special. It was pretty good. Absolutely the best. And okay, so one of the top questions I don't know how, how long you want to go on this, but this keeps popping into my mind. One of the top questions we get is like, how do you do like business and life together in, in the sense of like, how do you keep your friendship and business relationship? Yeah. I, I think right word. one thing that we learned early on was like, we care about each other more than we care about ourselves. I think one is really helpful and two we learn to do like this thing where we ask when we start getting into a conversation, you know, the ones where you get into conversations with your friends and you're like venting or you're mad or you're wanting advice. But like when you're in friend zone, you know what to do. But when you're doing business and they're complaining business, you're like, okay, do you, and this was our, one of our biggest things was we asked, do you want to vent? Do you want encouragement? Or like, what are your expectations from this conversation? And Mm -hmm. I think that was one of our biggest helpers Mm -hmm. was like, we said what hat we needed in that moment. We communicated our needs because sometimes there are times where it's just like, I just need to vent. I don't, I don't need Mm -hmm. you to fix this because you love Mm -hmm. me. I don't need you to get the shovel because I'm going to murder anybody. Like, (laughs) I just need you to vent. I just need to, I need you to listen really. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's so I 100% agree. The other thing that pops into my mind is that I've always, always felt like at the end of every day, you want what's best for me. And you know that I want what's best for you. Maybe not in the moment, but always in the long run, like Mm. as people, our families, our marriages, our children. And so you can put that lens over any circumstances that are happening and say, you know what? She wasn't X, Y, and Z. She loves me. Like she has a an angle to this that I might not be seeing. So you have to look at it like that, but I've, oh, I've never, it, it's never out of selfish ambitions. It's never out of, it's always out of a place of love and like wanting what's best for the other person. And I think when you have these things as like the foundation, everything else seems like mm. so easy, so much easier to work through. I think 
one of the things that changed it for me was, I'll be honest, Julie was more successful, quote unquote, more successful than me in the beginning, a lot more. And I was competitive and I always felt like I wasn't adding up. And so like Satan would like put these fears in my head or these thoughts in my head um, along the way where I just felt like I was just, it was hard in the beginning. It was hard because I'm so competitive and to watch her be so successful was the most incredible thing I had no idea be a part of. Right. And I'm, and I'm not competitive in that way. Like I had no no idea. (laughs) No, but to watch her was my greatest joy. But then also Satan was sneaking in being like, you're not like her, you're not enough, all these things. And so anytime anything would happen, it would compound. And I remember she said something once that really hurt me. And I vote, I like uh, voiced it to her like that hurt and it made me feel. And Julie's instant thing was, Megan, I do not care about this business one bit compared to caring about you. And in that moment, every that truth spoken over me of like, this is not about like, I care about you as a person. I care about you and our friendship. And that broke all of the change. Like that truth, truth always wins and breaks like those strongholds mm-hmm. of like negativity, I feel like. And we can talk about that a hundred different ways. But from yeah. that more like moment forward, I decided that like, I was going to choose positive intent with Julie because I know that that is always her. Like you just said, knowing that like she has a better angle and she loves me so much. Like, that's exactly what that is. Like anytime I could get something and I'd be like, um, okay. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> duh, this is Wait Julie. This is actually like, she, this, she wants good for me. Mm-hmm. This is not out of, and I think Russell gets mad because like, truly <laughs> we, we, I actually, yeah. well, I sent you the reel the other day where the best friend was like, I don't understand. At, okay. So like, I, let's say I was at Julie's funeral. And she's talking to, like, I'm talking to Julie while Julie's in the casket. And and I would be like, I don't understand why Andrew is so upset right now. He's making it all about him. Like, he's just the husband and I'm the best friend. Like, what? <laughs> well, as he said, I lost my best friend. And I yes. laughed so hard. Russell was like, why do you find that so funny, Meg? And I was like, oh, what? Oh. I don't know. I, I wasn't laughing at that. <laughs> I'm twitching. Like- <laughs> <laughs> But it's like that. So with your friends, like we just want to encourage you guys that like we've had to work at our friendship. It's yeah, we've had like not a lot, but we've had some times where we've had to like work through things. But mm-hmm. it, I, I know without a doubt that like when I need perspective on something, I can text you and say, I need you to help me think through this because I'm not thinking clearly. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes yeah. Ju will rebuke me on like how I'm thinking about Russell. And I don't go to her. One thing that I think that we do well on is like, we don't bad mouth our husbands to each other because we love and respect them. And sometimes if we're going to each other to be like, what, what, what am I missing here? Like, you'll speak truth into me and be like, Mm -hmm. well, maybe it's like selfishness on like, maybe you're wanting to feel this way because you're missing, you feel like you're missing something. And really what you're saying in an, in a very kind way is like, you're being selfish, like consider the way Russell feels. And I'm like, Oh yeah, that's great. Whereas if Russell would have told me you're being selfish, I've been like, absolutely not. Don't tell me that. Right. No, I am not. You're selfish. Yeah. And I think that comes from a place of just like, I know that for you guys to be the best that God has for you, you're a team and that's how he intended it. And so 
yeah, like I, once the minute somebody is married, right? Like you have to cheer for that marriage. Mm. And yeah, I think that, but you do the same thing for me. Right. And like, it's, it's, and it's so, because again, because we know we want the truth, like again, the truth, what's best for each other in their marriages. Yeah. I, I just think it's irreplaceable friendship because there's a lot of people, you know, how they say you can't make withdrawals without making deposits into people. Mm. Right. So this is one of those situations where sometimes maybe you said like, well, I said something to my best friend and she did not accept it like that. Okay, sister, but how many deposits have you made? Because this is a relationship where we have made so many deposits into each other of trust and love and all of those things that when it's time to make withdrawal in the sense of like either, yeah, rebuke or just calling something out or something that just you see or recognize or whatever, it doesn't have to be a big deal. It's just met with so much grace and so much understanding because, right? That person loves you. You know it. So yeah, good stuff, Meg. Gosh, I love you. Oh, I love you, cute, bestie. Oh, cute that episode. Was, that was and cute. Like, I think too, like I was just sitting here smiling and I'm like thinking of the listeners. Like, I hope this makes them smile. Like, I hope this makes them think of somebody super special. And one thing that Megan, you always do super well is, is just like, we talk a lot about how grateful for, we are for our friendship and mm-hmm. you're so good about calling that out. Like if you're right now listening to this, like go text your friend, right. Or send them this episode and tell them how thankful you are for them because that mm-hmm. will grow your relationship too. But. Well, yeah, I love to like, if you are appreciative of somebody or something, speak that over them. And it just makes mm-hmm. you, it makes you more grateful for what you have when you speak about it. And like, Every time, sometimes like before we even hopped on this episode, I'm like, bro, this <laughs> happened. And I'm like, if you were here, this would have never happened. Um, Yeah. So if you have somebody, yeah. yes, please share this with them or tell them how much you appreciate them and why you appreciate them. There is nothing better than getting a text from somebody saying that you appreciate them or you feel appreciated or whatever. So um, quick, quick question before we hop off and then we'll end this episode. Uh, what's your favorite drink and why? Oh, this is tough. Okay. Because I love an ice latte always mm-hmm. with flavor, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can switch that up. Um, I don't drink alcohol, so I would have to go like a virgin mojito. I love a mojito. Oh, gosh. We found that so much. We found that together. And, uh, the beginning of the year, Cancun, Cancun. Cancun. I, I literally have gone to places after there and I go and ask for Virgin Mojitos and sometimes they charge you like $12 and sometimes they charge you like $4. Yeah. Yeah. It's if they know what they're doing or not, I found. Sometimes they don't do the things right. They just put club soda in there and a couple of mint leaves. Oh, like, no, no, no. We need it, a bro. simple syrup. We need. Yep. Yep. I need you to make sure uh-huh. that mint is good. And yeah. Yeah. Megan. Oh, what's God. your favorite drink? Um, I'm a coffee-aholic. And so yeah. I love co- like coffee genuinely makes me excited to get up in the morning. But I found that like over the last year, ever since I did 75 hard last year, I was actually just talking to Russell about this. I do better when I start off with like something bubbly or cold in the morning. So I kind Mm. of save my coffee for later in the morning or in like a mid afternoon. But Mm. if 
like I can't commit to just one coffee. I can't do it. Like I'll go through seasons where I like a certain latte, like mm-hmm. the autumn spice lattes from like a local coffee shop here is to die for. Mm. But like, that's my seasonal. I will not commit to something and say, this is mm-hmm. my favorite. I cannot do it. <laughs> coffee. And Megan loves like, if you're making it at home, you are like very specific about like fresh beans. Yeah. Oh yeah. Don't Freshly give me ground. stuff that's from the grocery store. Do you, you get the stuff directly from the source and you put the beans, like you want it fresh within the last week. I'm always like, what? I yeah. am not bougie about anything. Uh, like clearly I went on Instagram stories yesterday and talked with one set of lashes <laughs> on and one without. Okay. So like, I don't got it together, but I do with my coffee beans. That's something that Dave, <laughs> Dave taught me. Yeah. About. I was to say your dad. Yeah. Handed that down to you. All right. So our 15 minute episode has now gone to like 35. It's fine. Uh, we're really grateful that you tuned in and hopefully now you feel like, you know, a little bit more about us and where we're coming from and that we have a heart for like connect connection and community for other women. Like we want people to have what we mm-hmm. have and like, it's a gift. We don't take it from granted. We know that it's like a God ordained friendship and like, it's such a gift from the Lord. So fight for your relationships fight for connection community is like such a sweet, sweet gift. 